Hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. Natasha here. We are reversing trauma with a lot of fun on this podcast by gently confronting your ego so you can find within this space a safe environment to question, to ponder, and to learn, and also to show up as your worst self and still deserve love. Hello, hello. This is like episode 10 or 11. I'm not even sure. But anyway, I am so stoked. So I fully come back to reality. I'm kind of down from my post-retreat hangover and I'm a little bit back to myself, if I would say that. Uh, But at the same time, I feel like I remain with a beautiful residual awareness. So here I am making this episode and I I wanted, I know in last episode, I wanted to make this about non-duality, but I just had a really, really, really beautiful uh, conversation, a session with one of my clients. And we talked about compassion. This whole session was about compassion. And I mean, coincidence, I just came out of a Buddhist retreat where they're all like, coincidence, uh, coincidence. (laughs) Where they're all like, compassion, wisdom, compassion, wisdom, the two wings of Buddhism. So obviously, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bringing it back to that. But it is because it's so efficient. So I lied, oh my God, hold it against me. I'll get to non-dualism. And I do want to focus today though on compassion and why it's so powerful and how we can mistake compassion for what it is not. So I feel like I do this a lot like love, this isn't love, you know, oh, well, this isn't reality, this isn't compassion. So <laughs> sometimes in philosophy also, the best way to define, define something is by understanding what it's not. Okay, so again, if you're hearing um, any background noises, I'm really sorry, I'm a digital nomad. I do not have like a really nice, quiet, soundproof room to record these. Please graciously accept my apologies and know that the ear consciousness that is experiencing this noise can be without judgment. Wink, wink. Anyway, so compassion. What it isn't. Compassion is not a I get to victimize myself for free card. Okay? So the get out of jail free card, uh, totally analogy with so many words. So compassion is not you allowing yourself to be a victim. Compassion is not you reinforcing and, and making bigger or amplifying negative emotions. Compassion is not you making excuses. Compassion is not being a whiny little bitch, okay? Compassion is not having an attitude of, of, of self-pity and apathy, okay? Compassion is none of these things. And I feel like this is something that when I talk with people and when I think of my own journey, These were mistakes that I had subconsciously made about compassion. So compassion is really a a, a very complex and deep 
phenomenon in life. It's, it's what I think it is, is a perspective. I think that compassion is actually a, again, kind of like love, it's, it's a vibrational state, it's a frequency, right? It's a way of living life, it's a way of experiencing situations. And so why I feel like there's lots of hesitation around compassion is because it's somehow been, quote unquote, demonized, where we associate being compassionate with, with being soft, right? And with like these things that I've just mentioned, kind of having a, the shadow of compassion, right? Having a, um, ha having a, a, a way to, to kind of feed the ego, right? And so there's a very fine line between allowing your ego and allowing your, your survival mechanisms, allowing the evolutionary process of, of your brain and your hormones and all of these things about being human, there's a fine line between letting that come in your way and convince yourself of a lie and to actually experience compassion and to actually practice compassion, right? And so I wanna give like a concrete example here to make this a little bit more clear. So oh, I'm compassionate with myself, so I feel really tired and I'm not going to work today. <laughs> that's compassion, right? No, that's not compassion. That's being lazy, which is okay. You're allowed to be lazy in life, right? Unconditional love, it's fine. But just be, be with that shadow of you being lazy. Don't try to convince yourself that that's compassion, right? So a lot of this kind of ties in with what we hear about self-love, right? Oh, you know, oh, I love myself, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat myself to a chocolate. Well, I mean, yeah, that's okay, but if you're doing that every single day, five times a day, that's, that's not loving yourself, right? That's not loving your body. That's actually being detrimental. So compassion, it's the same thing. So if you, if you are living an emotion, right, and you're validating that emotion and you're having compassion towards that emotion, that does not mean that you are giving power to that emotion. It doesn't mean that you are a victim of that emotion. On the contrary, I would even go as far as to say that compassion is the antidote to victimization. Because compassion is directly linked with empowerment. Compassion allows you to, to see the situation for what it really is, right? And so a lot of this comes back to what I said in a couple previous episodes uh, about not identifying as, as quote unquote human. And so not identifying with your emotions, not identifying with your thoughts. And compassion allows you to then experience what is happening within the space that is you, right? That, that experience that you are having as, as you is full of things that, that are really kind of out of your control. What is your environment? What kind of thoughts? You know what I mean? Um, to give you an example, you know, I, I'm a really sensitive person when it comes to graphic videos. So like anytime that there's blood in a video or someone dying, I'm like, oh, and I'm like, it's not that I want to faint or anything. It's just that it's like, it feels so real. I'm like, how do people watch this? And I, I'm like, oh, I want to close my eyes, you know? And because I don't like watching People get cut up like, ew. <laughs> so it happens though that sometimes I'm in an environment where my friends are watching something or there's even this, okay, I have like total like, out, I'm gonna go on a tangent right here. 
I watched this documentary on Gaia once about the power of the heart. And the first five minutes was like this Japanese uh, like warrior. Ever, th by the way, this documentary was amazing. It was this Japanese warrior like killing people. There was like heads rolling on the ground. And I was like, I am watching Gaia because I don't want to watch bloody gory things. And the first five minutes of the documentary is like fucking bloody gory things. I was like, this is so weird. Like what is going on? Ew, no. And then I turned it off, but then I saw the reviews again and people were like, this documentary is so good. So I sat through it. So all in all, just that to say, that sometimes we're not in control of what we see. So I was watching those gory scenes kind of, quote unquote, out of my control. Technically you can, but at the same time, we're exposed to our environment, right? There is no way that you can shut off your ears, shut off your eyes, shut off your sensory uh, abilities on demand, right? You can't just be like, oh, well, I'm not taking in any more input, bye. That would be really practical if we could though, especially living in India. <laughs> you just be like, oh, well, my senses are turned off. <laughs> so because of the nature of us being human and we can't just turn off our senses, we're constantly taking an in input. And we live in society. When you walk outside, you're hit with advertisement. And I mean, this is a discussion and maybe another episode to happen, I don't know, but ain't nobody fucking asked me for my permission if they could put like these hyper-sexualized, totally brainwashing images on billboards that I walk in front of every single day. There's no shop owner um, and there's no perfume company and there's no multinational that went and asked the population, hey guys, do you mind being exposed to unrealistic beauty standards every day and being brainwashed into thinking that you're not good enough? Yeah, no, no one asked you for that, right? No one asked you your permission. You're just living in society. That's just what happens. And I mean, if you want to go live in a cave, go for it, like totally support you. But if that's not your thing, you're probably gonna end up living in society even more. <laughs> so these things, all in all to say that you're exposed to things all the time that you don't necessarily choose and this creates, quote unquote, you. And so this is where compassion comes in, right? The compassion, if you have an overwhelming emotion or if you have, you know, if, if you have a feeling or if you're lazy or whatever it is, you know, something that you would judge about yourself, I really, really, really encourage you to use compassion as a way to empower yourself. And the compassion really comes from understanding, hey, you know, you're, you're a human being, right? And we can bring this as far as we want. Do you have an overwhelming emotion right now? Well, I shouldn't have overwhelming emotions. I do this, I used to do this a lot. I do it a little bit less now, um, actually a lot less. And so I would have an emotion, right? And I'm just, I'm, you know, PMS, you know, before your periods or whatever. And you're like, oh, I feel so, you know, sad and overwhelmed. And then there's, there's part of your brain that goes, but no, be grateful. This is what spirituality is about. This is what personal development is about. <laughs> you're not allowed to be sad because you have all of your five senses. You're not blind and you're not crippled. So therefore you should be grateful, right? <laughs> so that right there is a complete lack of compassion, right? And so, so compassion comes in, in this example, when you're like, okay, well, I, I have a million reasons to be happy right now and I still feel sad. 
And I don't exactly know why I feel sad. I don't know why I feel depressed. I don't know why I'm so irritable. I don't know why, but I'm going to give myself the grace. I'm going to give myself the, the compassion that there's something right now that's being healed. And if you want to bring it really esoteric and woo-woo, because I always want to bring it esoteric and woo-woo, of course, then why is it maybe an ancestor? Maybe you've got an ancestor that's healing through you right now. So just be with that emotion and, 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 and hold space for that emotion and allow it to be. Don't try to suppress it. Don't judge it, right? Maybe there is some kind of trauma that was held in your body. When you were five years old, you were in a playground and another kid came and kicked you in the shin and you were left there in the park with a bruise on your leg alone. And that was a huge trauma. And then now for whatever reason, your body feels safe and well enough that it is working through that emotion and you're releasing that trauma and right now that emotion is coming up and you have absolutely no logical recollection of why you feel sad right now but you're going through that emotion that was stuck in your body and because you're living it and you're allowing it to be and you have compassion for yourself that you are a human and you have emotions, you're holding space then that can be released, right? So I hope this is starting to make sense for you where compassion is not victimizing. Compassion is understanding that we're very, very complex creatures as humans. And, and this is only one side of compassion. Compassion, like I said, is very deep and complex. This is only one perspective that I want to kind of share with you to help you develop compassion. I could probably have another 20, 30 episodes on compassion, but this is really something that I thought was really groundbreaking for me and, and for my client today. So I was like, there's somebody else that can benefit from hearing this, right? So I want you to know that, that what I'm saying here is not, this is not only what compassion is, but this is a part of it. And so yeah, compassion, understanding that there is, there, there is a, a, a cause and effect behind everything that's happening. And sometimes we don't have the cognitive capacity to understand it. Sometimes we don't have all the information necessary for us to understand it. And part of compassion is letting go of that. Part of compassion is being like, hey, you know, this person is being really mean to me. Let, let, let's now let's bring compassion towards another person, not necessarily to the self. So you're in the grocery store, right? And there's someone that's uh, walking in the aisle and they're really mean to you, or you know they hit your cart and they don't say sorry, or they give you a really dirty look, or they stare at you, or whatever it is. And your natural reaction is to be like, what a bitch, you know? Like <laughs> your reaction is to be like, fuck that person, you know, like, or you might even get angry or whatever it is. And so compassion is there for you to say, hey, I don't know what's going on in that person's life. I don't know what I have done to trigger them, right? Maybe just, maybe just your existence is enough to trigger someone. You don't know all of these things and yet you still decide to give to that person the quote unquote benefit of the doubt that they're just acting out of ignorance. They're acting out of, out of conditioning, out of programming. They're, they're not acting out of love. They don't, they don't know that life is so beautiful, right? And so this is where compassion really comes in. And if you look at the Dalai Lama, uh, he is actually a lot of Tibetan Buddhists do believe that the Dalai Lama is the Buddha of compassion reincarnated. And so 
right now, um, Tibet is being occupied by China. It's been this way for, oh my God, me and numbers and history. I think it's like 50, 60 years or something like that. I'm not quite sure. Uh, and like the Dalai Lama is like, no, we're not going to fight back, you know? And this is, this is really uh, the proof of compassion, so to say. The, um, the, to what extent compassion can be. And this is a very arguable, I guess this is a controversial subject because some people will say like, he should have fight back, he failed, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, the Dalai Lama finds in his heart the ability to call China his friend, the enemy. So this is the perspective, this is how far compassion can go. The Dalai Lama looks at this and goes, China is not invading and, and these, these soldiers that are coming in and that are actually physically killing and, and you know, like taking over this and they had to flee, you know, and, and they're being hosted by the grace of India. They're being hosted in uh, McLorgan, Jalamshara, every, you know, that little like place there. Every you know Tibetan that will that will come you know and in other places in India as well they've got you know refugee camps etc. So they're literally they have to leave their country their land has literally been taken over by force. And with the power of compassion, the Dalai Lama does not hate any of the Chinese. He doesn't encourage violence towards the Chinese. He doesn't encourage any of the fighting back, right? So we're kind of here also, I don't know if this analogy, um, it's not even an analogy, this example can, uh, can kind of um, remind you also if, you're, if you've ever heard of, you know, Jesus saying, turn the other cheek, right? Someone comes and slaps you, what do you do? You turn the other cheek. And it's basically like you're, you're offering them to slap you again, kind of. <laughs> And you're not reacting to it, so you're just you're just turning away away from that. And and this is really compassion is is the foundation of this ability to be non-reactive. So I kind of want to circle back into how in our daily lives and you know minute for minute, how can this be so useful? Well, when we're reactive to life, when we're reactive to ourselves, when we have an emotion or something happens and we react to that, and then we react to our reaction, we react to that reaction, and then we are just in this, this reactive state, we are a victim, right? And so compassion really allows us to not need to be reactive because we see reality for what it is. We understand that the Chinese that are invading uh, Tibet, you know, they're, they're, they, they don't know. They're just thinking that they're doing their best. They're completely ignorant towards what they're doing. You know, they're brainwashed by China and the government and like, you know, like the, the, it's not that individual's fault, right? I mean, that individual, even if they're doing quote unquote horrible things, they still deserve love. You can understand how in that scenario, that human being that's been raised, in, in, in that environment, and again, I'm using this example of China, they're raised in that environment and they grew up, what do they know? They know only to listen to their government. They trust and they love their government, for example, right? I'm not saying this is everyone, but... And so someone that comes into the grocery store and gives you a dirty look and hits your cart and doesn't apologize and is mean to you, that person also is living the exact same ignorance as that soldier in China, right? They, they think that this is how life is. They don't know. This is how they, they think that they need to be this way to survive, right? They were somehow threatened by 
by you holding your cart in, in such a way. I don't know. <laughs> a bad example. And so when we have compassion, we're really able to see everything and everyone as it is. And that's just part of this world. And we understand that there's so much ignorance. There's so much uninformation. There's so many lies that people are living in their mind. The number one lie that people are living most of the time is that, you know, they're, they need to do something to survive or to protect themselves or X, Y, Z. And so just, just recognizing how evolutionarily unfit our brains and nervous systems are for the modern life that we live, if that isn't enough reason to be able to have compassion for everyone, I don't know what is. So all in all, I hope that this uh, little tangent here on what compassion is in a way or a perspective or seeing compassion or one side of the multiple facades of compassion, I hope this will help you cultivate more compassion towards yourself, towards others. Something that I really, really like to do, and um, again, I might make another episode about this, but really quickly, imagine everyone as a five-year-old. Imagine yourself as a five-year-old. Imagine every other human being as a five-year-old. If a five-year-old came up to you and pushed your cart and, and moved away, right, and, and didn't apologize, would you really be mad at that five-year-old? No, you'd look at the five-year-old and you'd be like, oh, kids, you know? And if an adult came, a totally like normal-looking adult came, then you'd be like super insulted. Like, oh my God, what did I do? Why are you acting like that? Like, whoa. Because, you know, you think that that person, quote unquote, should know better, right? And so the invitation is for you to really erase that thought and to be like, no one knows better. No one knows better. No one should know better. People are fucked up. Everyone's like a five-year-old. If you haven't been doing extensive personal and spiritual development, you're still running on the programming and the conditioning of the neural pathways that were developed in the first five to seven years of your life. Like legit. So that's probably what, 90% of the population? Maybe 95? Maybe, maybe even more? Maybe less, hopefully. I don't know. I don't have stats on that. So I really, really, really hope that you can see compassion differently. You don't mistake compassion for victimization. You don't mistake compassion for apathy. You don't mistake compassion for an excuse and a way for your ego to manipulate you into doing things that keep you in your comfortable ego. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in. So much love and compassion for you. Cheers. Oh.